Sit me at the table where they're talking about self-improvement, money, and goals. Today, we're back at that table talking all that, but this time, it's with Shannon Mann and Ricky J, my right hand. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. Now, here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. friend and welcome to Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. First of all, I'd like to start off by saying thank you for pressing play today. If this is your first time listening, I'm happy to have you. Just a little heads up, most of the feedback I've received so far is that the show is best heard if started at episode one. That's just an insider tip, but I'm happy to have you here no matter what order you listen in. If you're a regular BLE bestie who tunes in every week, just know that it means the world to me. In the last episode, I had the pleasure of shining the spotlight on some of my closest friends. I'm so thankful to have a platform for them to share some of their real-world business advice that they've learned from their decades of experience. After all of the incredible feedback I received, thank you, by the way, (laughs) I think it's safe to say business savvy is the new sexy. Speaking of sexy, have you seen Ricky? Anyone who follows me on Instagram knows her as the turbo babe on all the trips with me, wearing her signature oversized blonde hair and pageant smile. I like to say that the only thing bigger than her hair is her heart. Once you hear our talk, I know you're going to agree with me. With Ricky, it feels, I don't know, almost disrespectful calling her my friend because to me, she's so much more than that. In my little world, she feels like family. I invited her to sit down for a chat because she's worked for herself for 15 years, but in a very different kind of way. As you'll hear her explain, she's not a fan of all the business stuff, so she found a workaround. I can't wait for you to officially meet her and just wait till you hear her definition of success. Introducing Ricky. Ricky. Hello, hello. Welcome to Big Lash Energy. Hi. <laughs> Before we turn the mics on, she just said, I would literally rather do a naked photo shoot than hear myself recorded. So thanks for doing this. Oh, yes. I'm here for you. So now I know that if I ever ask you to do a naked photo shoot for branding, you're going to say yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Let's start off by asking you, you know, what, what I asked the other ladies, what is it that you do for work and what do you love about it? Well, I get the sole pleasure of being your right hand. I feel like I kind of like hacked like working for myself where I get to have a work wife, but I also pay my own taxes. So I feel like I got the best of all the worlds. You and I have worked together for how long now? It'll be 15 years in February, I think. That's a very long time. Yeah. We work together. We travel together. We party together. And you live like 20 steps down the street from me. We're very attached. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm also the dog's godmother, I like to say. Yes. Um, And I married you and Ryan. Yeah. You were my officiant at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it on Big Lush Energy. You're basically a BLE celebrity. (laughs) It was basically a whole episode dedicated to you. And of course... You've just been such an incredible support with the show. Like Ricky always shows up in a Big Lush Energy hoodie. She's wearing one right now. (laughs) Just full support at all times. And my favorite thing was one time when you said, I wish all my friends had a podcast because it's so easy to support. You just have to listen. Yeah. Just just wear the hoodie. (laughs) Put it on. Yeah. Put it on. Clean your house. Yeah. I just feel so blessed to have you in my corner. We're doing the early mornings together. We got our clients together. We've got long worky conversations work trips just so much time together yep. and we're still here yeah I see you like six out of seven days a week 
Yeah. I have a husband and a mistress is the joke. Yeah, I'm mostly <laughs> with my mistress. And I'm very proud to say that even though we've worked together for so many years, we've never had a fight. No, why would I fight with you? <laughs> I had a nightmare one time that we got in a fight and I woke up devastated that I could no longer say we've never had a fight. But I don't even know what the fight was about. I was just traumatized that we were fighting in general. <laughs> well, yeah, because what would it be about? I don't even know. Right? <laughs> yeah, we just, that's just not how we operate. Not at all. So you, of course, do hair and makeup. Yes, I do. You're amazing at it. Oh, thank you. So what do you love about it? Um, I grew up with all women, my sisters, my mom, and just girl power everywhere. So I just love making women feel great about themselves. Like I love that like instant gratification. She looks in the mirror. Hopefully she doesn't cry because then I fix things. But you know, a big <laughs> smile on her face. And that just brings me back to like how I grew up. Yeah, I totally agree with you. When you see someone immediately stand up taller. Yeah, it's so rewarding. Everything I do, I like that, you know, that instant satisfaction of like, you know, the, the result. So I... I do love what we do in that sense is like it's just immediate. It's like she's smiling immediately or, you know, she's not. So then we just hope something's (laughs) got to change. We can fix it. (laughs) We can fix it. Don't worry, girl. We can fix it. Yeah. What business move would you say you're the most proud of? Honestly, probably hitching my wagon to you. I just think that um, we are so like compatible in our views and the way we want to run a business and the way we view our clients. Uh, We work for them and, you know, we're just lucky that they're still booking us and, you know, like that kind of stuff. So, I have to say, like, if I wasn't working with somebody as, you know, passionate as as you, I, you know, I might have not sucked with the wedding industry. It's a hard industry. It is. But I'm sure glad you're still here because you're great at what you do and the clients love you. How do you define success? Um, I wish I was like more money motivated when it comes to success. But honestly, success for me is like more how the people in my life see me. Knowing that people can count on me and rely on me. And wow. I'll show up and yeah, they just. Don't have to ask twice. So if you know that people count on you, you feel successful. Yeah, I feel like that's really beautiful. Like wanted, not wanted, but um, <laughs> what would be the word? Is no, because useful. You, I don't know. Um, <laughs> useful. <laughs> She's like a Swiss Army knife. She's so useful. <laughs> so many ways to use a Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> that and I want people to know that when I'm going to come to them, that I'm going to give that to them as well. And I think that's like more success for me is my inner circle, I guess. Your inner circle and just knowing that you will always be there for people and, yeah. and wanting them to be there for you. Yeah, too. I wish it was more like, oh, I want to be a millionaire, make a million dollars. I do, too. But um, <laughs> that's not the first thing on my list. You want to be the person that people count on. Yeah, I guess so. But you are. I've called like she's crying. I, hate, so, I cry for everything. You have the it's because you have the world's most gigantic heart. I've never met anyone with a heart as big as yours. Like. Ricky, I think part of the reason why we've never gotten a fight is because you care so much that it wouldn't make any sense for me to get mad because you're already mad at my you're already (laughs) you're already mad at yourself yeah and it's like I can't be mad at her like look at her she's so upset that this even went slightly off you know Uh um I remember we were doing a photo shoot, a promo photo shoot for um, my website branding. And Ricky was helping behind the scenes. She busted her ass all day. Like she was doing, helping doing hair and makeup. She was helping cleaning up. And at the end of the day, I realized that I had this like reusable Q-tip thing that I had bought online that she thought was a real Q-tip and threw away. A very simple mistake. <laughs> and I was like, oh, did you did you see my Q-tip? And she was like, I threw it away. I was like, it's okay. And you, I could just see the devastation on her face. Like she felt like she'd let me down so tremendously. It's a really good Q-tip. <laughs> and the next 
time I saw her, she'd already reordered and replaced it. And she's like, hi, here, I felt so bad that I threw this Q-tip away. And I was like, buddy. But I knew she would. I knew she'd replace it. I knew she took you take these yeah. things so seriously. But it's so marginal. Like, your heart's so big. You care so much that it's impossible. I, w- I would be the biggest asshole if I ever got mad at you for anything because you're already mad enough at yourself because you just care so much. <laughs> and you are the most reliable person. You, to me, are like a golden retriever. <laughs> like you're the most loyal, reliable, steadfast, just there person. You know, my love language is quality time. So I will be there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I always tell the story about that time when I slept in on a bride. Yeah. And I was shitting myself because I woke up to the bride saying, aren't you supposed to be here right now? And that's literally the worst possible way to ever wake up. And I was driving to work thinking, how do I fix this? How do I make up some extra time? So I called you. It's what was it? 3.30 in the morning. I think so I was supposed to be there. Yeah. Or four in the morning. I called you, picked up the phone. First of all, lots of people wouldn't even do that on your only day off that week at my dad. And I was like, Ricky, if you could come and do this mom's hair and makeup, then I'll be caught up because then Ricky would make up the time that I needed to, you know, do the mom. And she goes, yep, yep. No problem. I'll be there. I just have to wash my brushes when I get there. And she showed up with a smile on. She did the mom's hair and makeup. Everything was great. And the bride wasn't late and I got credit for it. But really it's like Ricky showed up and that's what saved the day. I was the asshole, but she really like you put your cape on and you just, you are there at the drop of a hat. No questions asked. I don't know where you find people like you. There's one, there's only one Ricky. Oh, you're so sweet. But that's like the biggest hack of like being able to like work for yourself, but you know, still have a team is, you know, you don't have to be on your game a hundred percent of the time. And I feel like, you know, I get to hack that. I still get to work for myself and I, but I still have people that I get to lead on and get tons of support from like in business and, you know, my personal life as well. So yeah, when we're like, um, I don't think I'm going to wake up this morning. You're like, I don't think I will either. Let's each set our alarms and each call yeah, each other make sure we're awake. Accountability buddies. <laughs> Accountability buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that on a t-shirt. Accountability buddies. <laughs> hey, 2.30 is early. It is a very early time to be waking up. What's something you think every woman who works for herself needs to know? So my biggest downfall is definitely like marketing myself. I'm always like, ah, it's not that great. I'm not, you know, I'm not that great putting it down. So I honestly think being able to, especially when you work for yourself, being able to like sing your praises for yourself, because I'm lucky enough to have you do it for me, but uh-huh. not everybody is. So just learning how to do that is, I think like the biggest thing that like I wish I, you know, would have came in is like I, knowing that if you are going to work for yourself, that marketing is like the number one thing but luckily I have you which is great <laughs> I call it our Instagram <laughs> it's our Instagram I, I consider everything I have ours I'm always like you want to go back to our house you want to get in the, our car everything is ours oh look we got another 5,000 followers on our Instagram everything is ours oh yeah to Jana totally called me she's like should we get a puppy <laughs> I was like, yes, do it. (laughs) We're essentially married at this point. (laughs) I remember when I used to teach at Blanche McDonald, students would be like, what should I do after this? What other makeup school should I go to? And I was like, you've already been to makeup school. You've already learned a smoky eye. Practice that at home, but go to business school. Yeah. Take a business course if you're going to, because if you are the best makeup artist in the world or the best anything in the world, but you don't know how to market yourself, your kid's just going to collect dust. And the flip side of that is that there are artists and professionals out there doing trash work, but they're so good at branding and that's why they stay busy. So it's for sure the most important thing, hands down. Nobody really tells you when you decide to be a makeup artist or whatever passion that you're going to do that you need to know how to make reels yeah, <laughs> or take have good to be, photos. Yeah, like, what? social media expertise and yeah. then you also need to know how to 
do your taxes. <laughs> yeah. Kids, learn how to do your taxes. Yeah, it's wild. At the list of things that you need to know how to do in order to be a successful businesswoman is along. Yeah, and also build some muscles if you're going into makeup. Kits are heavy. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of stuff you have to do. <laughs> you were so right. We, we Every time we pull up to someone's house, it looks like we're moving in. Yeah, the bag lady. Next question. I don't this is I'm really interested to hear what you say about this, but has being successful ever affected your love life? Um no, absolutely not. I met Ryan when I was flat broke with um pretty much no job in school. So, um yeah, we've been together for um it'll be 15 years in May. So, I for the record, uh we've been together one month longer than you yeah, are with Ryan. Yeah. So, I'm actually her longest relationship. Let me go down as saying that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so no me and Ryan have been together forever that uh, it's just, you know, he's been great we've always uh worked opposite schedules so we don't get to do holidays together um and things like that so so that's in that regards though it has affected your love life i guess so yeah yeah he's but he's you know super supportive and he's always like go do it and you know i've i get to travel with you which is always (laughs) super fun too he knows you have a supervisor yeah exactly yeah (laughs) you have a chaperone You and I do all sorts of things. We travel all over the place. We do all sorts of wild things, not just for work, but I just come up with these crazy ideas like, let's go to Vegas tomorrow. And she has my passport information. <laughs> so I'm constantly just booking trips for you. And I, it doesn't even cross my mind to tell you to ask Ryan's permission, which you know, lots of times when you're married, it's like, oh, well, let me just see if my husband's okay with this. Yeah. Ryan is just, no, the I most tell him I'm guy. going here and that's what's happening. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, no, he's just been always just super on board with that. And we've just always, you know, had very like lived, you know, our lives together, but always had separate too, which I think is, you know, healthy relationship. Yeah. Then you have something you could talk about when you come back together instead of being attached to the hip 24 yeah, seven. Every, like, yeah, every story, every story you tell him, you're like, he's like, I know I was there yeah, <laughs> sitting beside you. <laughs> so you guys do have a lot of things you do separately, but then you come together yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It's, it's really, your dynamic is beautiful. And that's why I was so extra honored to be the one that quote married you because I just never seen a relationship like yours and I was just so happy to just be even like a tiny part of all that oh my gosh and we so appreciate it we tried to cook you that day it was about 45 (laughs) degrees out so (laughs) I would do it all over again 10 times if you needed me to what is the biggest splurge that you made for yourself once you had a taste of success ah biggest splurge I went to Africa a few times. Yes. Bought my Jeep. Oh, I yeah. Love. Jeep. Yes, yeah, yes. Big Jeep fan. You know, if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm very happy for you. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to finally take the top off, which you've never done. <laughs> I don't have a soft top yet. <laughs> Maybe that's the next big splurge. <laughs> she bought this Jeep and it is so sexy and she looks so good in it because she's got this white, blonde, golden hair and then the Jeep is this soft beige color and she just looks like every dude's wet dream in this thing (laughs) so yeah it definitely suits you it's yeah that was your splurge yeah I would say so yeah yeah I'm not a big shopper or anything like that as I was asking the question I was like I don't even know what she's gonna say for this everybody else I kind of had an idea but not you I had no no idea yeah yeah I went to Africa a couple times that was fun yeah Yeah. okay but Africa you were sleeping on the floor in the Serengeti we were backpacking they went as a group for a wilderness adventure (laughs) walking like just them like sleeping on the ground and somebody had to keep watch at night at all times to make sure that crazy animals didn't come and get to them nine days in the bush that is not my idea of a vacation but (laughs) I'm very happy for you that you had that experience (laughs) I know I think it's yeah all the people from Africa are like only crazy white people come to Africa and spend this much money to go sit with the lions yeah they're like we're really trying to not be doing this yeah (laughs) we want to get out of the bush 
I could not ask for, oh, I'm going to ball my eyes out. I cannot ask for a better human to have by my side. They always say that you can never find anyone who's going to care about your business as much as you do. And because I've had you in my life, I've been like, that's bullshit. I just don't know how I got so blessed. Uh, no, I really think we found each other. Yeah. <laughs> you feel blessed to have me in your life? Of course even I though do. I wake you up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's no, I definitely do. It's uh, definitely like match made in heaven. We were definitely meant to find each other. I couldn't picture doing this business with anyone else just again because we just everything lines up so well for us. Like the way we treat our clients, the way we run our business, you know, we just don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, I think that that totally is what's got us through is the bad days. We just kind of laugh, laugh at how bad it yeah, is. Get in the car and laugh together because <laughs> what else are you going to do, right? Yeah, or we've done weddings where we were so traumatized at the end by how horrible we were treated that we just stood at the elevator. Remember the, standing at the elevators of certain hotels and just being like, holy shit. <laughs> do you need a margarita? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're driving us to drink. <laughs> Because our job's so high stress and so demanding, we don't want any stress between us, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we are our safe space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can't come back and, you know, vent of what trauma you just went through (laughs) with somebody, then what are you going to do, right? Yeah, I feel like I need to keep you around for the rest of my life because you know where all the bodies are buried. You know all my stories. (laughs) (laughs) You know all the shit things I've done and all the good things I've done. You like, we just, we know too much about each other to ever be separated at this point. I'm the worst chaperone ever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here with me through every step of the way. And because of you, even though I quote work for myself, I never feel alone. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Now do you see what I was talking about? That woman is all heart. And hair. I think her story is important because not everyone is cut out for all the marketing, reels, photography, etc. But she found a way to do what she loves without all that icky stuff. Essentially, the way it works for us is our admin person promotes her services to the clients that I can't take and schedules all of her work for her. So all she really has to do is show up. None of the extra stuff. I do all the marketing, photography, editing, promoting, hiring, stressing, obsessing, and she, well watches football. (laughs) If you're wanting to find her online, I'll add her Instagram to the show description so it's nice and easy to find her, or you could just contact her through our Instagram at Jana Marie Makeup. (laughs) Next, my chat with Shannon Mann. Where do I begin? (sighs) There's so much I could say, and I'm going to try and contain myself because this is supposed to be a business conversation, so I'm not going to (laughs) gush too much. Plus, you're already going to get a good idea of what our friendship is like from hearing our chat. In terms of business, I'm just going to say it like it is. Nobody does it like Shannon. I first heard of Miss Mann when I was making my transition into the South Asian wedding world, and she was a hairstylist and one half of the uber successful bridal hair and makeup team that was taking the wedding industry by storm. They were highly sought after by brides and revered as ultimate career goals by most makeup and hairstylists in the city. In fact, I remember being invited to a gala that they threw. And at this point, I'd only met Shannon once and I wasn't sure she remembered me, but I really wanted to leave a lasting impression. At the time, she was known for wearing Chanel brooches. Actually, she still wears her Chanel brooches. So before I went, I asked Elsa, one of the superstars you met last week, to make a custom brooch that looked similar to the Chanel ones, but with her company logo instead. I wrapped it up all pretty and added a card that said, Shannon, to me, you are the Chanel of makeup teams. Yep, I'm nerdy like that. What can I say? So essentially, I started off as a fan and I still am, but now she's also a friend. 
Being the highly talented hairstylist and marketing powerhouse that she is, she also helped release a makeup brand under her company's name as well as hair extensions, subscription boxes, and a series of popular hair and makeup courses. From the outside, it looked like she and her business partner were on top of the world. Then, suddenly, her business partner had some personal issues and needed to leave the company. Suddenly, Shannon was alone in the business, and I remember this time. It was really scary for her. We spent many nights on the phone trying to dream up of ways that she could save the company that she was so proud of. Instead of crumbling under the pressure or shutting the doors, she taught herself makeup and found herself booked to do hair and makeup all on her own. I've watched her overcome all kinds of adversity fighting for the brand that she helped build from scratch. But when a new opportunity presented itself, that's when she took the very bold leap and made the decision to go from selling lipstick to selling land. And now she's in real estate, working alongside one of Vancouver's most successful teams. And somehow, somehow, she still finds time to be a wife, a mom, and a phenomenal friend. Let's cut the crap and get to the conversation, shall we? Introducing a true queen, Miss Shannon Mann. I know this is a moment my listeners have been waiting for. I have with me. Shannon motherfucking man. <laughs> I love that intro and it has stuck now. So thank you. I don't know. Jane motherfucking Marie. I don't know that everyone who listens knows exactly what happened there. Yeah. It was my birthday party and you were emceeing. And when I did my intro, you introduced me as Shannon motherfucking man. <laughs> and now I have several friends that whenever they call me, they're like, Shannon motherfucking man. <laughs> I said that with my whole body. I meant it because anyone I appreciate who, it. And I feel like anyone who knows you knows exactly why I said that. <laughs> Thank you. It's like you're always such a hype woman. And honestly, you've been there for me in times where I've been struggling and you're like, remember who the fuck you are. So every <laughs> time you say that, it's like it makes me sit up properly and makes me remember those words. And then I put my crown back on my fucking head i love so, that you just yeah. gave me chills oh, thank you um you you, di- you didn't know this at the time i have explained it since but my episode number one under the makeup my messy life i talk about all my last names and in the end i said who needs a last name from now on i'm gonna go as jana motherfucking marie and so that day on your birthday when i called you shannon motherfucking man that was like me making you a part of the family you know what i mean yeah. like a drag queens like they give each other the same last name and I was like Shannon she's part of the motherfucking family and I love it I do I've, I've listened to all the episodes I do listen every Wednesday no. and I feel so special to be a lot of like our moments together as friends shared here so other people can sort of see what that like real friendship looks like and when you place. actually can hype each other up and you can actually be happy for each other exactly and yeah. I, pre- I adore your friendship. I love you so much. We're holding hands right now, guys. <laughs> We're so corny. We're holding hands. <laughs> hands. Okay, I have to so always hey. remember she's married. She's yeah. married. <laughs> and I do want to say hey to all the Big Lash Energy listeners, everybody that's listening. And I do think this podcast is meant for amazing, great things. And everybody that I've recommended it to has loved it and has been able to relate and think it's funny. And honestly, I listen to the episodes and I've said this to some of my friends, like, that's my bitch. That's my friend. That's a person that I get to like listen to these stories in the first person and um, get to enjoy your friendship. So I feel really lucky. You, you're so sweet. You hear me crying on the phone to you and then I pull my big girl pants up and I write an episode about it and then add a bunch of Tim's pizzazz and then you hear it like in the edited movie version. Yeah. But in my head, it's the same conversation we're having. Yeah. Because I, I do try my best to make sure that everyone listening feels like my friend because I'm having the same conversation I would have with my friend. So I'm glad that you're, you're, 
you're yeah. proving that. So I'm I'm glad to share you. Thank you. I think some friends would get jealous that they get to that I have to share you, but I'm not one of them. I'm like I'm like, it literally spread that sparkle, big lash energy <laughs> everywhere you go. I think it's important. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you, you for being here. Every time you share it on your stories on Instagram, I'm so corny, but I'm like, oh, I feel so lucky. Like she's actually <laughs> telling people that she's friends with me. Ah, I feel so cool. Well, sometimes there's episodes where I'm like, like, I can't. I'm sharing like listings. And then there's like an episode about like penis size where I'm like, Jada. Can't, can't, can't. can't. I know it's funny. <laughs> You told me initially when I came up with the show, you were like, I will share every one of your episodes. And then, so I'll, I would tag you in the titles, right? And there's certain episodes I'm like, I'm not even going to tag Shannon. <laughs> I know she's not going to sh- share this. I know she's going to listen. I know she's going to love it, but I'm not going to tag her. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, this is not really helping me with the being taken seriously. Exactly. That's why I don't bother taking yeah. you. I'm like, no, I know this isn't on brand. But you know, if I haven't tagged it that week on a Wednesday, it's a really good one. So you definitely <laughs> should go to the Big Lash Energy page and check it out because it's going to be like a spicy. <laughs> she just can't share the spicy ones. Yeah. I just have to bow out of that one. <laughs> Publicly, but privately. Privately. Yeah. I'm like typing up a storm. Okay. But listen, this chat is not about me. This is not about my podcast. This is supposed to be about you. And you got me all distracted because you're such a great hype woman yourself. This is about you. This is about you. And this is about your success because I know that in this city and beyond, people see you as an incredible, successful, amazing businesswoman and human in general. And so I just wanted a second to give you a chance to you know, talk a little bit about your success and inspire more women because obviously everyone who hears you talk is inspired. Um, Thank you. For many reasons. First of all, of course, I'm, I have like, you know, these this group of women and I'm asking everyone the same questions. Mm-hmm. But feel free to ad lib and say whatever you feel like saying. But just to get us started, what is it that you do as a self-made independent badass businesswoman? <laughs> and what do you love about it? So I'm in the real estate space and I love it because normally, and I'm going into like a male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. But I am a big advocate about people, especially South Asian women, taking responsibility for their own financial well-being. Mm -hmm. And I think in a patriarchal society, a lot of times we are controlled with money and we are not encouraged to have investments. We're not encouraged to even have good jobs or be too smart or make too much because it might emasculate our partners. And there's a saying in... Punjabi that I've heard over and over again and it means it's the saying is um like janage, which means like should I try and say it? Janage. Yeah. <laughs> was that close? It was pretty close. <laughs> Fung means feathers. So Fung. like oh. so um, like if she does this, she'll get wings and she'll fly. Oh. And that's a bad thing in that hundred percent. Because really wow. a lot of our identity as South Asian women is in our acts of service and the servitude that we provide either to our family. And then it really pisses me off, it gets my goat, that we are really raised and our parents, well, my family too was like, then you can when you go to your Soria, that's your house. So that means this is not your home. When you get married, that's your home. Mm-hmm. So not only is the place where you grow up not your home, but now when you get married, that place is not your home either because you're going into your in-laws home mm-hmm. right and I you've think, been told it's your home but it doesn't feel like it yeah it right. doesn't feel like it or mm-hmm. you're reminded that it's not it's your it's your husband's and you really feel like that when you're moving into um you're the new member of a family and you're going into your husband's home per se after you get married and now you do feel like an outsider and by having real estate and you have and i've seen this 
over and over again, you know, have been been in the wedding industry for 15 years before going into real estate is that when you have somewhere to go and people will treat you different, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be exposed to financial abuse or Mm -hmm. even some verbal abuse if they realize that you can you can walk Mm -hmm. and you have you have a safe place. And also, I think it's important for women to build up their equity early, too. And we're not encouraged to invest. And if we're able to, you know, even if we're in college, we're living at home, take that time while you're working, save your money, get a down payment. Then you could pull out that equity later and like finish paying for your school or buy a car. Or when you and your husband do want to move out from your in-laws, you can take that out, take the equity out and now buy a place where you're not struggling. You're not forced to stay somewhere. And not to say that every situation when you get married is going to be toxic, but there are a lot of situations where I feel that if women had more financial independence, they'd have an option to leave and protect your your mental well-being. In life, you teach people how to treat you Mm -hmm. and you allow a certain amount of whether it's disrespect or, you know, you let certain things slide and in this last couple of years for me as you know Mm -hmm. boundaries are huge for me Mm -hmm. and standing up for yourself I think is really important and not letting things get to a point Mm -hmm. where you have to put up with it and Mm -hmm. you have feel like you have no other options Mm -hmm. beyond that like real estate's a great way you know we're in one of the craziest markets Mm -hmm. it's it's all it's always going up people have made huge fortunes in real estate and it's been a place where Pin and I have invested and bought and sold quite a few times, mm-hmm. so I know the transaction. You've seen well. the benefits of it yourself. Yeah, I've seen the mm-hmm. benefits benefits of it, and I do. I've seen the benefits of it because we had our big lash energy party in your home. <laughs> I'm just saying, talk about an episode of cribs. <laughs> it was nice. We have a great backyard. You have an amazing everything. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank no, you. your home is beautiful, but it's also because it's not just beautifully decorated; it's very clearly full of love. So it's not just the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, you know, you're building your wealth and your empire and all those sorts of things and that's something worth being proud of of course and I also do want to help people Mm -hmm. of course find the places and I think I understand what women are the decision makers right so I feel like I'm a great communicator with Mm -hmm. my clients because I know what they're looking for I can help them find it Mm -hmm. rather than let's say like a male agent and I feel like I've definitely proved myself already this year I'm able to market properties really well because I have a marketing background yeah you have so many transferable skills from your background in makeup not all listeners know that you came from a makeup artist background you and I used to be like toe-to-toe doing the same thing on the same gigs and now you and your wings your feathers and your wings you (laughs) took yeah um And now you're just killing it in real estate. So now that you have this whole new endeavor, how do you define success? I've spent a lot of time working and being tied down to my job. I am now looking forward and I do think like real estate is flexible. I work with the team. So, you know, if I need to travel, I can travel for like 15 years. You know, you can't go with your friends. You aren't going out on Saturday night or Friday night because Saturday morning at 3 a.m. You got to get get up and literally doing that this Saturday. (laughs) Have your game face on. So I feel like success for me is freedom, Mm -hmm. is to be able to take some amazing holidays Mm -hmm. and see the world, see how people live, spend time with my children. I love them so much. And honestly, the best times that I have, is just like all of us sitting at home you know, playing a board game and like going swimming together in the mm. pool. I'm very much a homebody. And uh, I can't tell because you're almost never home. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a December right now. I right know. now it's like the every time I see your stories, I'm like, damn, how she's got a lot of fancy outfits. <laughs> yeah. But I love dressing up too. I know. You know, I love sparkly outfits. So and they suit you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What business move would you say you're the most proud of? 
the business move actually that I'm the most proud of, I had two moments where I felt like I like had made it. One, but it got shut down from COVID is, um, I think I told you that somebody had booked me to go to Lake Como, Italy. It was my 20th wedding anniversary and it was a bride from Toronto. Her name was Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine, if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, she had booked this uh, South Asian wedding, Punjabi wedding mm-hmm. on Lake Como. And I was so proud. I was booked to do both the hair and makeup. <gasps> and then Pinder had rented a Ferrari for us to like kick it around Lake oh. Como. We were going to renew our vows. Yeah. And because I do, I do love beauty. I love fashion. For me, that moment was like, oh my God, like this is what I dreamed of, of traveling the world with yeah. the person that I love yeah. doing something that I'm really passionate about, which is like, you know, I love making, whether it's like a meal, whether it's putting an outfit together, whether it's like decorating the house. I love making things beautiful you absolutely do a fabulous job at thank it. you thank you and so that was like really cool but COVID happened and the, the wedding ended up happening in Toronto so that was kind of like oh man I wish I would sorry able- Jasmine yeah sorry Jasmine I would have wished that I <laughs> you know had touched down and got to see but did you do her wedding in Toronto no I was booked for another wedding oh, here dang it. so I couldn't do it but um for for real estate actually I had um my best month that I've ever had and I reached a goal of closing and I won't say what it is or what the amount was, but there was a You're bell. You're allowed to flex. No, no, there was a bell I wanted to ring and this month I rang it. So, oh, yeah. already. Already, 14, 14, 14 months, months into it in like the worst market ever. So I'm so excited for what the future it holds. It can only go up from here. You yeah. know how I know how long you've been in real estate for? It's really creepy that I know how long. It's because it's the same amount of time I've had the podcast. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're bonded that way too because we were both scared and we wanted to take a leap into something that was completely new and we we're like, oh, holy shit what's gonna happen and you are killing it you're doing so well I'm nowhere so near you. you ringing your bells but thank you oh come on man I've seen you top five percent podcast okay I see you but you know what it is a really bold move watching what you did and I guess yeah I guess I could say it's what I did too because you completely jumped ship from what you were doing before I'm not I'm still doing makeup so I did a pivot you did a full face plant into something else or I should say a swan dive not a face plant (laughs) very graceful swan dive but um when you've already achieved some sort of success in in one field and then you go you know what even though I have all this success and everything that everybody thinks I should be wanting over here I'm gonna try something different that takes cojones it has, but I've done that a couple times in my life already. So I knew, and there's definitely is fear that's going to hold you back. You're like, what if it doesn't? And another Punjabi saying, people are like, Tera kama chunga pala chalda, which means like your your work is going great. Why would you rock the boat pretty much like yeah. this and take this risk? People thought I was nuts. and But this is something that I wanted to pursue for years. But COVID gave me the break to go back to school. Otherwise, I had bookings two years in advance. Right. The exam is really so it's like tough. all the pieces just kind of fell into place right yeah. at the exact right time. God was sending me so many signs that this is not where you need to be. You need to mm-hmm. be in this space. And, you know, I had the job offer before I actually finished the course. And so I kind of worked backwards. And so I was really blessed to be, you know, invited to be part of this amazing team, which is Team Ignite. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel like we do need to talk about that moment in time when you were trying to make makeup work Mm -hmm. and you knew that that just wasn't it. Yeah. And I said it to friends, too, when I was trying to explain it. I said, there's something else for me. This is just not it. I wasn't here just to do hair for weddings or something. My my passion's always been marketing and business. And I think I was able to do as much as I was able to do in that industry and mm-hmm. it was time for it was time for a change. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm a business person and like marketing is what I went to school for and it's my passion and and again that ties into making everything beautiful and yeah. 
I thought, you know what, if I do not, if I do not go to school and get this, um, get my license, I will be kicking myself for the rest of my life. That what if and I wasn't Mm -hmm. prepared to live with that. Mm -hmm. What if I was like, fuck it, roll the dice. That is exactly my same sentiment when I started the podcast. I was like, if I don't give this a shot. I, it's the thing. It's the thing that I'll be sitting there thinking, damn, that's that. But that's I do the bucket list thing I never yeah. tried. I do think that both of us, though, have put in all in mm-hmm. and put in the work. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to come to you. I know how many late hours and like the equipment and the editing and how much thought and love you put into this podcast. I think in anything, what you put in is what you get out. Thousand percent. And that's why I couldn't do both. I had to put all yeah. my eggs in this basket because there's only 24 hours in a day. I want to put all my efforts here. And a lot of people have tried to like get me back into the industry, like just take this wedding or just teach us one more class. And I'm like, no, man, I got to, I have to, I have to put all my eggs. I have to put all my effort and energy into this next endeavor. I'm so glad you did. The biggest difference for me is there's no money in podcasting for a very long time. So I couldn't just drop makeup because also I do still love it. But thankfully there's money to be made in real estate right off the bat, but there isn't in podcasting. I would be surviving off of ramen noodles living under a bridge right now if come i just on, advertisers <laughs> come on advertisers we need you to come like advertise on big Lush energy this time let's get some sponsors on board oh my goodness what is something you think every woman who works for herself needs to know i feel like we as women just are trying to do too much mm-hmm. we need to give ourselves some grace you know i feel like there is that expectation especially for our generation too. Like if you look historically for, you know, let's say your grandmother's generation, mm-hmm. their mo- their job was to stay home, take care of the home. And I still feel like we have those responsibilities as women. Mm-hmm. And what we're also expected to be like boss babes. We're expected to like look good, have mm-hmm. time to work out, you know, never yell at your kids, <laughs> keep a clean house and kick ass at your job. I feel like we're a generation that is pushing ourselves really far to be a hundred percent at everything Mm -hmm. and I think it's okay to give yourself grace and you know sometimes the house can be messy don't beat yourself up sometimes Mm -hmm. it's going to be takeout for dinner if you're working okay yeah that being said Mm -hmm. I dare you Mm -hmm. to post yes your house messy on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) it's literally I've never seen it every morning my I'm going to complain now. Sorry, Pinder. But like a lot of South Asian guys just don't know how to keep a clean house because their moms did it. Uh My husband's great that way. If I've had a late night and um, I like to sleep in, he'll handle breakfast and lunches. And then I wake up and the kitchen. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, but how long have you guys been married for? 22 years. 22 years. This man has probably spent just as much time living with you now as he did with his mom. Yeah. So we can't use the mom didn't teach him like excuse any longer. Yeah. Honestly. So, but I, you know what? I, I think, you know, I do think after actually being in the wedding industry for 15 years and seeing the dynamic between our relationships, nobody's perfect. No. And, you know, I have, I am sure I'm annoying in my own ways as well with my OCD of everything has to have its place. Right. So it's, um, it's a partnership and we've made it work with our both. We're both quirky, but like we're pieces that fit together. I absolutely love both of you. And Aww. I got to know Pinder throwing my Big Lush Energy party at your house. I was like, man, he's he's a cool shit. I he's really cool like guy. him. He is so cool. Yeah. I literally had something that somebody needed me to grab from your bedroom. I just waltzed <laughs> into your bedroom having no idea that he was in bed. 
<laughs> He's trying to sleep. He was trying to sleep at the end of a very long day of trying to help me through my party. And I just walked into his bedroom and he jumped up like he just saw the ghost of Christmas pass. And I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> and he just went right back to sleep. I was like, he hates me. It's official. He hates me. Oh, and I walked in on him on the toilet too. Oh, yeah, twice I walked in on him in your bedroom. And thankfully, he's still very kind to me. So yeah, he's, he's a good guy. <laughs> but that leads me to my next question. Has being successful ever affected your love life? Has it affected my love life? Actually, I don't think so. And I'm really glad that I have a very secure man. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, is very proud of my wins, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not always easy to find. That's not always easy to find. And he was actually my number one cheerleader when I had like the imposter syndrome. And, you know, it's been a really. I thought it was me. Oh, man. Yeah, well, no, a lot of it. But I, I unless he was holding down the fort financially paying the bills, you know, like this is a big leap. You didn't ask. You didn't ask. I would. have. <laughs> I know. Probably you would have. You would have helped. And, uh, you know, he's he's really been there and has been my biggest believer. Mm. And there's been there's been nights of tears and there was nights that the studying was really hard mm-hmm. and like trying to focus on that and getting it done. And then me, I know I think it's normal for people to fall back in their comfortable patterns mm-hmm. because change is uncomfortable. And then you start to like doubt yourself because your body's telling you like you're scared of doing something new and your body's telling you go back to the same thing. Yeah. Because that's what you know. Yeah. And that's what you know. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, you got this. I totally believe in you. And now yeah. he's like, see, you know, don't you think, though, it helps just knowing you guys that he's successful in his own right? Yeah. Because I don't know that a man who's not as successful as him could handle standing beside you. Yeah, I I, I could see. I could see how and I've seen that come into play in people's relationships, but he is very secure in his energy mm-hmm. and he had to be. I'm a very mm-hmm. um, outspoken person and I think I have a very strong presence. Mm-hmm. Of not, course. Yeah, I'm not. You're shining motherfucking man. Yeah, I'm not like a, <laughs> I do think I've softened over, actually, like I'm a lot, I'm in my soft girl era now, but I was a tough fucking cookie. <laughs> so for him to like even, I think, marry me is something probably a lot of like certain people could not have handled. <laughs> so he's mad enough to, you know, walk beside me. I love that. And he has a sense of humor about it too. Oh, totally. And he doesn't take take me seriously. Okay, so that's the main thing. Um, Pinder's never really watched my Instagram story. He's never, it's never a bit important to him how many like followers I have or he doesn't buy into any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. He's a very real person, has the same friends. You know, we both do for the last like 25 years. Mm -hmm. And that's, my mom told me when I was younger, that's the best indicator of a good man is that he has kept good friends. You yeah. can, she always said you can always tell the quality of a man by the friends he keeps. Yeah. So he's like I I know he sees me still in his eyes as the same girl he married. The belief is still there. Mm. Nothing that I've that I'll achieve or don't achieve affects how he sees me. Like he mm. just loves me for who I am regardless of all the noise that's going around me and sometimes there is a lot of noise Mm -hmm. and I do feel like that too and thank you to everybody who follows me on social media and cares and like listens to the advice that I give it is coming from a good place but sometimes I wonder I'm like why is it why are these people watching like my Mm -hmm. life is not that interesting it actually is but it's just you're normal (laughs) but it's not normal for everybody else yeah but I'm, I'm looking forward to like getting into now the next few years of just just chill. I'll, you guys probably, you will notice over time that I'm going to disappear off social media and take kind of some of my privacy back. Mm-hmm. And I am getting older, like I'm in my late forties and you know, it's just, it's time for me. This is, I feel like this is the sunset, I would say mm. sort of 
like of my life and entering soft girl era and just sharing a little bit less, taking a little bit of myself back more and just having more of kind of that peace. I love that. I love that for you. Thank you. So last question, Mm -hmm. unless you have anything else you'd like to talk about after, but (laughs) this is a cheeky one. Okay. What's the biggest splurge you made for yourself once you had a taste of success? (laughs) I don't, this is the thing though. I definitely, I don't know. I, I feel kind of double-minded on this. Like I like. I know you don't like to flex and yeah. everybody likes it, but I'm, but I'm asking you. I am yeah. literally asking flex only because, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. It's because there are so many women who are sitting there like, I think I want to be a makeup artist or I think I want to be a real estate agent. And they're in the struggle mode right now and you've been through the struggle. Yeah. But there are certain things that you do that feel like, now I made it. It's silly that it's monetary and it's mm-hmm. totally superficial, but it feels fucking good. You yeah. I mean, like that thing you're like, I worked hard for this, damn it. Because otherwise you're just paying bills, right? So like what's something that you did that was like, mm, yes, so I'm going to treat myself. I do have a handbag collection and I don't want to really like buy a lot of stuff. But the things now that I buy are like really high quality. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do like that one or two items per year than a bunch of like mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like stuff. So like really kind of collector's items. Mm-hmm. Going forward, though, I'm going to be investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. So that's will be something because, you know, that will accrue. Yeah. And have more value later. Mm-hmm. And I've got two kids to send to university. Shannon's graduating now. So like there is definitely a shift on priorities and making sure they get. But school. you know, you check the handbag off the list first. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like my love languages. I've always like have been like gifts. Mm-hmm. I love to mark. And that's something that's very like South Asian, especially like jewelry. You mm-hmm. know, like you want to mark an occasion with something special and then kind of pass it down in the family. Bender, <laughs> when I die, the black purse, <laughs> give it to Jaina. <gasps> Be still my heart. <laughs> I don't want to see the art that you, the way you Kanye it up. You really think I would Kanye it up? 100%. Why not? Oh my gosh. I just fucking love you. I'll never be able to say enough good things about you. Aww. Thank you for being literally Big Lash Energy on legs. Oh, thank you. You are all the things. You are all the things too. I love you. I'm grateful for your friendship. And you guys are welcome that I'm sharing her with. You guys get to hear all the stories too. Honest, Shannon hears them first. It's I official. Them first. Actually, and it was a funny conversation. So I'm I'm like more conservative and definitely like you're more of a free spirit. And I've heard these stories. And when Shana first told me she was going to do a podcast, I was like worried. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know how people are going to be able to handle some of this stuff. But you do say it beautifully. And you're such a good storyteller. And you say it with such grace. And I'm so proud of you. Like I was scared. But like you do this so beautifully. It's it's what you're meant to do. Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot to me. I think a few people were concerned. Had the people were like, "Jenny, really going to tell those stories? Yeah. You're really going to talk about hiring an escort? You're really going to like? You're really going to talk about faking orgasms?" Um, but uh, I think my biggest level up or my biggest sign of success has been. I used to care a lot more about what people think and I just don't anymore. And yes. I think that... Um, and you've actually helped me a lot with that le- that lesson too because I'm so used to being... And especially I think when you're under scrutiny in the public eye so much and I've always been that responsible person where mm-hmm. I've always been very careful what I post and make sure it's not political or religious or anything like that. But I am in my no fucks era too. Mm-hmm. So thank you for helping me with that. <laughs> yeah, I remember my birthday in Tulum. I just looked over and you were smoking a cigarette and I was like, Shannon is having a fucking moment right yeah, now. I Shannon. ordered a bought a bottle and it was three in the morning and I'm like, we're here. And what 
Whatever, yeah, man. Whatever. We're what are you living do our about best it? lives. Yeah, what are you guys gonna do life. about it? It's okay. We work hard so that we can play hard, and that's. I think that both of us do that quite well. Yeah. Right. We're with you know, you're slightly more. I think you're just as irresponsible as me, but I'm just louder about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been on the earth longer too. I feel like you know, I just I don't have the energy level anymore as I used to have. So yeah, now I'm like bed by midnight. You have me till midnight. After that, yeah. Okay. That's what you say, but you were the one ordering a <laughs> bottle of vodka at three in the morning. <laughs> That's Mexico, the, yeah. Shannon. That's the end of this episode of Big Rush Energy. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode where Shannon goes to bed at midnight. <laughs> that being said, it is 10 p.m. right now. <laughs> Before we go, I think you need to come back on the show sometime. But why, Jaina? Because we have a secret. We do. And we do. not a lot of people know this secret. Yep. And actually it was like around the first time we met and that was when we did the fashion show for uh-huh. Sunny's Bridal. There's, there's, we have a thing. We have a moment that yeah. I think people would be pretty surprised to hear about. Yeah. It's some tea. It's some, some hot tea. Some Piping hot, hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to tell the story with me if you come back on the show? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. I'm, hey. I, like, I'm literally going to stop recording and pull up my calendar right now so we can figure <laughs> out when we're going to record. I'll be back. <laughs> Always leave them wanting more. <laughs> A moment of silence for her awesomeness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I love that woman. And all the ladies featured in this series. If you enjoyed chatting with the women from my inner circle as much as I did, can you please reach out and let me know? Because I have more inspiring women on my bus, and I'd love to share their successes with you as well. For now, I'd like to send out an extra big BLE merci beaucoup to Emily, Heidi, Elsa, Ricky, and Shannon, I pinky promise I will always be here shaking my pom-poms for you. If you know someone who might need a little BLE in their life, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do, Shannon Mann promises to give me another one of her handbags. Yes! Woohoo! Yes! <laughs> Thanks a lot for being here. Now until next week, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass Big Lash energy everywhere you go.
There's no time to waste. Would you make me up? Could you make me up right now?